We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey, Insomniacs. Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. This is a very special episode, the Christmas special. As Merry o- Christmas! <laughs> you just have to hijack my fucking intro. <laughs> I can't have literally 15 <laughs> yeah. seconds to shine. I gotta spread the holiday cheer! Yeah. Alright, well, can't, can't as always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind, I'm Mason. I'm Cameron. I'm Matt. And we're doing another episode. Back again. <laughs> and it is the Christmas special, boys and I girls! I said that in my intro. Here's a little podcasting present for you guys. We're gonna be running down our... Top holiday movies that you can watch while you're unwrapping your mom's fruitcake for the seventh year in a row. It's the same fruitcake. Don't eat it. <laughs> okay. So, number one is Deck the Halls. Matt's number one. That's Matt's number one. A lot, a lot of people, it's not my number one. Overall, it's just something I enjoyed watching this season. Deck the Halls is with Danny DeVito, Matthew Broderick, Kristen Davis. It's a funny, funny holiday special where one neighbor moves into the house next to the other one. They both mm-hmm. start competing with Christmas lights uh, and a lot of crazy stuff happens. I thought it was extremely funny. Give it a go. Um, movie came out in 2006. Uh, its budget was $51 million and it lost money. <laughs> a lot of money. A lot of money. It only grossed $46 million. It, yeah, it, was, it did not do well in the box office. Running time is about 93 minutes, um, but it's Danny DeVito at his best. Um, a lot of, you know, funny, funny little moments within the picture, at least I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Broderick is at his best, as usual, as comedic, and it's Danny DeVito, man. It just made me laugh. It's a good movie. I, I would give it, it a shot. Plus, Matthew Broderick plays this role in a similar movie, such as, like, The Producers and The yes. Cable Guy, the kind of high-strung guy who gets irked yep. mm-hmm. by those around him. He's really great at it, and he's so likable in movies. People empathize with him because I think that's the, some of the same feelings we feel, like yeah. being in neighborhoods. And then, and, and, and you know, it's the same old thing is everybody comes together at the end. There's a happy Christmas spirit, and you know they get along in the end of the movie, and and it just seems to work out. And it was it was a good watch. Uh, my number num- two, my number two, because they're my list, I guess. So, <laughs> Love Actually. Uh, it's a great movie. Came out in two thousand three. Now this one I can't oversell enough. It's great. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's got four or five different stories. One is about the prime minister of England. Another one, a widower. Uh, his wife passes away, and he and his son get over her loss by him finding his first love. Uh, it's really charming. The prime minister falls in love and insults the American president. Another one is uh, a girl uh, and her brother is mentally challenged and getting over that and trying to find her office romance. Uh, there's another story where you have a cheating husband and it doesn't really work out for him, but his wife forgives him and it's Christmas spirit all the way around. Tied in a nice little bow. And there's one more, actually, one where a guy is getting married and his best friend is filming the wedding and everybody thinks the best friend actually has a crush on the his friend and he's filming the wedding but there's a twist in the end but i was entranced by your by your breakdown there. that was it, good it's just i've seen i've probably seen it 20 times that's literally. a great it is really is a great it's movie. heartwarming oh and i even forgot the funny part it's where they have the guy who is a singer who comes back to do a crappy 
uh, retake yeah. on a Christmas song, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be number one because he doesn't really give a crap, and he just goes around insulting everybody and everything, and doesn't take himself serious seriously, and it turns out. Uh, the only person he really cares about is his manager mm-hmm. in the end, and they end up spending Christmas together. It's just a great, it really great is. story. I would say it's not even one of the better holiday movies. It's one of the better movies overall. It really is a great It's movie. just a heartwarming movie. I just save it for Christmas because it's it, it's the it, theme. It gets you in the spirit. You know, and and they, I think they do sing the, the, the Mar- Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas, is in this. A little girl yeah. sings it. Mm-hmm. And, it and she does a great job. You know, it's just really, really great. Liam Neeson's in it. There's just a ton of actors. I will find you. No, I'm sorry, I broke it. Special I brought, set I brought of it skills. Up. If you get a chance, please watch it. It's 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 an instant classic. Did I mention I trained Obi Wan? Um, and, and like That's I said, bad Liam Neeson. <laughs> I apologize. And, and like I said, it came out in 2003. I'm not. I'm staying. I'm staying on topic. Staying on topic. <laughs> um. And like I said, Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Kira Knightley, uh, Bill Nye. I mean, just a ton of stars. Bill Nye? Bill Nye. The, the science, science guy? guy? No, a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I wish Bill Nye were in it. All right. You're just going to continue to they continue to break wrench ups. Uh, $34 million budget. $45 million budget. I apologize. Made over $246 million. So it really did kill it. Um, 136 million dual released uh, in Europe and the United States at the same time, and it's just a really great movie. Uh, from there, we'll go on to the next classic. Uh, it's one I always like. It's one of the. I'm not a huge, huge fan of Chevy Chase. That's his name. And you've made like it much either. Both of you have yeah. let me know that you don't like Chevy I, Chase. I just don't. I I, I just don't it care for him. Breaks my heart, dude. He's such I a know, great and comedic actor. A ton actor. of people love this guy. And to be honest with you, he's done two movies that I actually thought were funny his entire career: Funny Farm. And this movie, a Christmas Va- uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, uh, was uh, dropped and released in 1989. Um, and its budget was 25 million, made 70, 71 million. And it's just his slapstick and everybody in the family. It's just at its best. It really, really is. I mean, you have Randy Quaid. It's the brother-in-law nobody likes. Mm. He comes over. The neighbors, the obnoxious neighbors next door that get offended by everything. Chevy Chase, you know, he needs a Christmas budge, uh, a bonus to buy a pool. And his boss snubs him. And you have all the in-laws coming in. It even has a dead cat worked into it and a dead uncle. I mean, it is just a, a great, great part. And he even has a sleigh scene where he goes scorching down the hill which is hysterical. I think we would be remiss not to put this in any of our lists, you know? It's because just, I know it's a there classic. There are iconic yeah. images from the movie. It is a classic. I'm just not a big fan of slapstick comedy in general. And it's that's like what the movie's so well. made up of. It's so. just done so well. It's like modern vaudevillian, man. I love uh, it. It's yeah, one of the few I'm not times. A fan of, but, but, but again, I can see why people like it. Don't watch it more than once a year. That's my word of advice that's for what, some of these Chevy movies. Chase is don't best. watch it more than once. Chevy period. Chase has me in stitches. Eh. In doses, if that makes any sense. But mm. it, it, it's just a classic. I had to throw it on a list. Something I enjoy, enjoy more than ever. And here's my my next one: Die Hard. It resonated with me. This pick, I really like. Die it. Hard. Uh, there's been arguments and constantly oh, on the internet. Is it a Christmas movie? Don't let anyone tell you it that is. it's not a Christmas movie. It is. I mean, how many times do we have? To I have one it? thing to say to that. 
you became, motherfucker. It okay. is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Bottom line, uh, and and it, it was done great. Wow. Came out in 1988. Um, the ultimate badass Bruce Willis Bruce back Willis. when he sold some hair. Alan Rickman. Just a little bit, though. Right on the top there. Uh, it, it was just fantastic. I mean, a $28 million budget made over $140 million, spawned the nice. entire genre of Die Hard 1 through 5. It's um, a genre on it its is. own. It, it really is. is. I mean, and and most of them are really good. There's, I think, at least three. Is three there anything ones? that really made Bruce Willis's career? like the, Other than Armageddon, which was great. but well, That was later in his career. Moonlighting. Yeah. Moonlighting was his TV show that, Took you know took off. It's from the eighties before you guys' time. It was a really great show. Lighting. He played a detective <laughs> working with Maddie Hayes. Another really Maddie great. Hayes. Well, that was, char- that was the that was the character. But it was that was a great. But Die Hard was definitely that's yeah that's the level. one. It, it took him into the stratosphere. And if people always try to argue that this isn't a Christmas movie, but there are multiple places where Christmas the giant uh, he goes Christmas to a Christmas tree party. in the Yakitori Towers. He kills the guy and puts him in the elevator, and he, and he puts a Christmas yeah. hat on him and writes "Ho ho ho!" Now I have a machine gun. I mean, I how many times they reference Christmas throughout the film, over and over, and almost and every scene has yes, Christmas lights something. or a Christmas tree or music, it. Christmas music uh, or, or jingle bells. I mean, there's always something. Even the final scene where he's shooting the bad guy. Alan Rickman, you hear you hear the Christmas bells, you know, chingling. Oh, you, you do. do. If yeah. you think back to the music, every part of this movie literally is a Christmas. It's it, a Christmas movie. It is, and people need to get over it or get bent. Now, uh, <laughs> get bent. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, now we'll go with the original. One of the original. There's two. I like this one more than the other one. I didn't put a Christmas Carol on it simply because I've seen it 92 times, and if I see it again or remade again, I'm going to vomit. I don't always watch this one, but I love Jimmy Stewart. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, 1946. Jimmy uh, Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, Donna, Jimmy Donna Stewart. Reed, Lionel Barrymore, and Harry Travers. They're all gone. They were great actors from another time. It's it's a black and white classic. And most millennials, <gasps> because I know these two are giving me a lot Respect of where respect is due. I've heard it's many great, great things about It's a Wonderful it's a, Life. It's a, classic, it's a classic. classic movie that came out where a guy goes through his entire life and he thinks that he doesn't have it that great and he wonders if it was better if I wouldn't have been born and Clarence the Angel comes down and shows him what his life and everybody he affected throughout his entire life his, his brother who fell through the ice and died what would it be without his brother he never married his wife all his kids that weren't born uh, he opened his savings alone and how it destroyed the town and to be honest with you, at the end of the movie, if you don't shed a tear and think to yourself, because I've seen it 92 times. You're a fucking monster. You are, because the, the bell goes off. <laughs> you have no soul and, and we are coming for you. And that's where that phrase comes from every time you hear a bell, an angel gets its wings. That's what this movie has brought. I've and, never heard that. Uh, well, It's a very cheap. I have heard it. It's a very cheerful movie. And that's where movie. it comes from. Very. Uh, that's because you're around soulless people, yeah, but it's exactly. okay. Maybe I don't have a soul. You need you need to be home more. There you go. Oh, oh boy, Gotham City. <laughs> wow. And then we'll go on to Cameron. This is what I think. Uh, you don't want to. Yeah, I believe. Oh you no, have one I, more. no, I have one more. I and I think this one is one that I wouldn't. I think this is the black sheep of your group. I wouldn't have picked it. I liked it, but yeah, I will tell you, I really, I really like this Shocking. movie though. It, it, it is. It's it's funny to me. It's, it's called probably, Last. Holiday came out in 2006. Has two of my favorite stars, Queen Latifah and Terrence Howard. Wait, I've made a mistake. LL Cool J. It's LL Cool J. I've made a mistake. LL Cool J. Queen Latifah, LL Cool J, Timothy Hutton. 
Uh, if Terrence Howard were in it, like, and he found out about <laughs> Queen Latifah's terminal illness, he might have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> Get it? Because he hits women? You guys are so over the top. <laughs> Big love to LL Cool J. But this is, this is a great Christmas classic. What happens is it's it's a really nice lady who's just trying to find love. She's in love with a co-worker. She's never really experienced life, and she finds out through a faulty cat skin unit that they got cheap from her job where she goes to get... She thought she had a brain tumor. She ha- right? thought she had a brain tumor and she was going to die. So this woman goes, she takes all, all of her, her life, money, yeah. all of her life savings, and goes on the vacation that she's always dreamed about. Mm-hmm. And when she runs into the people she admires or people from CEOs and presidents of her company and, and also... Uh, people within uh, the hotel she's staying at and also the chef she's always admired. She has nothing loose. She doesn't care what she says to anybody. And she tells them the way it is and how she feels. And nobody does it better in this role than Queen Latifah, in my opinion. She really seems as though she always tells it how it is, too. Well, that's the character. She's super fitting. She doesn't have to play anything else. She was Queen Latifah. Yes. this, the Last Holiday is one of those movies where... It just makes you laugh. We, it does. We make the distinction on Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep between like a truly great film and one that's just sheerly enjoyable. enjoyable. Yeah, and this is... Exactly. And this is an, that's an enjoyable film. Movie. Exactly. Is it going to be hallowed in the halls of cinema? No. no. But no. it's so enjoyable that you're going to watch it if it's on. Again, once a year, if it's on... I'll sit down and I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll even like put it on if I'm in the mood. If I make my way through the list. Yes. And, and again, wow! Yeah, that wow. was that was brutal. What? Shit. There aren't that many. There's like twelve shit. movies, fifteen bah movies. Humbug. Uh, you know, here's here's a movie. It was forty five million to make. It made forty five million. It, it didn't really do bad. Yeah. You know, it made its money back. Of course, it lost money. We know what the what the deal is. But it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Thank you guys, and we'll go on to Cameron's movies now. Yes, I am very excited because these all these movies hold some near and dear place to my heart. The first one is obviously, this might be one that not a lot of people have seen, The Holiday with uh, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black, and Kate Winslet. It's the story of these two women who are really troubled. They don't like the situations they're in. They're both in messy relationships. They decide to house swap from L.A. to England and from England to L.A. They both find love, and it's a crazy, weird, twisting, turning romantic comedy. It's just sheer happiness. You start at a low point, and it just gets happier all the way through. It's all a constant through. climax. It's, it's a really good, it's a feel-good movie. It, it is. really is. It's just, you can't watch it with a frown on your face. No, you can't. Everyone performs a really touching, touching performance. I know Jude Law and Cameron Diaz are the main stars, and um, the wa- the waning arc is uh, Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Mm-hmm. But I, I done love, really well. I all of it's done parts of the story. very, you know? very well. It's and, one of my favorite holiday is. movies, and if you hadn't have mentioned it, I would have put it on my list. Every holiday season, I, I make a point to put on the holiday and watch it at least once. Through. You know, music by Hans Zimmer. Oh, well, Hans Zimmer's a the great guy. movie. You got yeah. Inception. You got The Dark Knight. Like, I this mean, guy the is... guy is fantastic. 136-minute runtime. Uh, it's It costs $85 million to make. Grossed over $205 million. The movie made money. And it if, was a great movie. And if you've seen the movie, you know how important the music is to this movie. Yeah. It's pretty much the whole movie because you're dealing with people. Like, in the movie, Cameron Diaz plays someone who cuts trailers. Yes. And Jack Blake plays a composer for film. Yeah. yeah. He's a producer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just... The music is, is a large part of it. It's just... Done and really well. Number two is another personal movie for me. It's the Polar Express. I remember in elementary school we had a field trip around Christmas time. Yeah, they actually did a Christmas themed field trip. They probably wouldn't do that anymore because you know it's all about the happy holidays. Yeah, gotta be inclusive. <laughs> gotta be right? inclusive, right? But we did. We went and saw the Polar Express, and it was just amazing. They gave us hot cocoa. 
and s'mores, and it was just a really great holiday yeah. moment. They still do that. Yes. But they do it a little differently. They a little like, differently. They like make all the kids go into the library yes. and they turn the AC all it's the way down. It's one of the few movies that they do do today because your brother, yeah. um, your mom and, and I, we were all talking about it, and they still show. It's one of the few movies. Like you said, it's, it's, it's all inclusive and, and everybody feels good about it. When you're that age of and those still kids doing school in the today. movie, there's like this magical air around the entire yeah. film where you're like, yeah. oh my God. Imagine. And then when Tom Hanks reaches down, he's just like, where's your ticket? And it's well, just, the, you just yeah, the, it's an immediate sense of journey that I like. Mm-hmm. I craved as a kid, and I was like, "Oh my!" Because god. Because the movie is all about establishing a sense of belief and getting yes. in the Christmas spirit, and feeling like you belong. And then I, I just like it's a good like palate, not a cleanse. You know, how you get a palate cleanser before the main course. That's what I think of the Polar Express. Is the Polar Express helps get me in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, right. I agree. And with it's such that. a, and now it's just sheer nostalgia going back and it watching is. it. It's amazing. I, I think it is for your you you guys. It's your Christmas classic. Animated feature. I mean, uh, Robert Zemeckis directed. Uh, Tom Hanks played multiple, like multiple twelve roles. characters. Yeah, uh, Santa, the conductor, the homeless man on the train. It's yeah, just he unbelievable. Played a bunch of roles in that film. Uh, I mean, a hundred and sixty-five million dollar budget. It made over three hundred and almost three hundred and ten million dollars. It did well. And the third movie I selected, the third and final, I had to pick a classic. This is one that I I always catch, and it's probably his best work of his career. It was uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, the original. None of that, like, lost in the city garbage in the second and third movie. Those movies were just okay. But the original Home Alone captured something pretty amazing. Because it was horrific violence coupled yeah. with childlike humor. Cartoonic, yeah, exactly. Things horrific that are near violence. and dear to me. I loved Saw. And, you know, I also love animated kids' movies. So I was like, you know, why not both? Yeah, that's why I enjoyed childish problem solving and a hot burglary that like they wanted to get him <laughs> and probably murder him. I was gonna say, and then you they think just about it. put them together. The men were very sinister in the film and probably deserved whatever uh, comeuppance they received from Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, like stepping on a nail or getting oh, hit in the head with an iron, yeah. hot iron. Oh my god! It was it was a brutal movie, and but... it was just uh, like it was just fun the whole way through. He's singing, and it's the whole Home Alone scenario where. You're, when you're a little kid, you always think, like, oh, my God, if I'm ever left home alone, I'm what would just going to eat candy yeah. and order pizza and dance it's around true. the house in a towel. Like, that's what you I mean, do. It, it was a huge classic from 1990. Yeah. Uh, the reason it resonates even through my age is the John Hughes film, written, produced by John Hughes. He was a huge director of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, oh, all those right, films. Right. That's the reason you guys are both looking at me like, what are you talking about? I was like, John Hughes, who are you? Yeah, John know. Hughes is just a great director, 20th <laughs> Century Fox. Eighteen million dollar budget. <laughs> this guy's—he doesn't know who anyone is. No, he doesn't. He's like, Wait, who's this guy? Take me down Clueless Lane. Uh, Eighteen million dollar budget. Four hundred and seventy-six million dollars. This movie made. Jesus. I mean, to be honest with you, the only reason I didn't put it on my list, I've probably seen it seventy-two times. Because you guys watched the hell out of this movie when you were that, is, that is true I like the when hell. he put the rubbing alcohol on his face yeah 103 million dollars <laughs> the aftershave yeah I mean Colin McCock and Joe Pesci Daniel uh, Stern John Hurd and uh, Catherine O'Hara I mean everybody was in this freaking movie and they were all huge stars alright you know what that means guys now we're on Mason's films it's time for the actual list Oh my god. Wow. Everything has this been leading guy. us up to this moment. Yep. Be modest. All right. Modesty is. That was modest. Number <laughs> one. True thing. The Year Without a Santa Claus, 1974. Classic. It is. It's one of the best claymation films of all time. Let's not. That's the one with Anna Misfit Toys? No. no. Oh, that's, that's Rudolph. Rudolph. And that's a 
piece of shit. Wow. It's Don't a piece be bitter. Of, it's a piece of shit. Don't be bitter. <laughs> this is the year without a Santa Claus with oh, Heat Miser. Heat Miser. It's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Uh, it's Provide just, for us your reasoning for putting it on. Yeah, here. really. Um, I watched it when I was a, a young boy. And it was imprinted upon me. In fact, me and Mason watched it. Mason every, and I. Mason and he I. Done, it's too late. It's, it's too, too late. late. Yeah. <laughs> Mason and I watched the film. What are you trying to do? I'm trying. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mason and I watched the film every single year around now, Christmas. Here's the scary part. I thought this movie was actually really long. Next it's time, short as shit. 48 minute yeah. runtime. Yeah. I'm looking at that going, I swear it was like two, two hours. I mean, you have the heat miser. You have the Christmas and Dixie. Oh, yeah. And then it's like pretty much. Over. It's an amazing movie. It really is. It's it's just sweet. There's there's and it makes you really want to believe in Santa. Every time I watch it, I'm like, Where I really, is he coming? I know, I and know. I'm That's the whole thing. Is, the whole thing. It's kind of like, um, God, what, what is that? Polar Express. It's like a whole thing is based on belief and establishing yeah. that. And essentially, in the movie, uh, everyone's noticing that fewer and fewer kids are believing in Santa Claus. And Santa Claus is in total disbelief of this, so he has to head yeah. out and see for himself. So and he he's goes, exhausted. And yeah, he's exhausted. He's run down from working so much. And he's like, why am I busting my balls yeah, at these ungrateful little kids? And he's sick. Don't even he's believe him. He's running because he's run himself why thin. Every year? He's worn himself thin. So he goes to the place with the least Christmas spirit in the yeah. entire U.S., Dixie, Texas. Classic. Of course. So he heads over there, loses his reindeer, Rudolph, the most important one, right? And then he sends two elves. The, uh, his wife sends two elves to retrieve her husband and the and the reindeer and find all of like, it's it's a whole mess. It's a great film. Um, it has some of the most original music. That you yes. it, literally the music will become Christmas classics to you. It does. You will listen to them every single year after you watch this movie. The Heat Miser and Cold Miser songs. Yeah. is probably still one of my favorite. They're Christmas amazing. Songs. They try to convince the mayor that they are actually elves. So they the, they. Tell the mayor, if we make it snow in this town, right. and it's in Texas, will you believe that we're elves? Will you help us get the reindeer back? Because the reindeer was in the local pound. And, and he was like, he dismissed them. He's like, sure, if you make it snow in Texas, in this city. They need to meet with each one to get it yeah. to snow. So then they had to meet with the heat miser and the cold miser. Full plot rundown, huh? Yeah. I love the movie. Let it go, man. That'll be the let end of it. The, I, you're, that's no. right. No, 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 I don't want to give it all away. Yeah, we gotta leave the mystery. <laughs> I get, you don't know how it unfolds. No spoilers here from 1974. Yeah, you don't know how it unfolds. I won't. I won't give you any more. But it's a great film. It really is. It's enjoyable and it's short. So 48 minutes, man. You gotta check it out. Uh, moving on to number two is the last. The, the last. The Santa Claus from 1994 with Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. It is classic. Such a good movie. I I, I fell in love with this movie as soon as I saw it because I was already a big fan of Tim Allen from Home Improvement. Yeah, yes. he was amazing. Full time. Yeah, it was great. So this movie fit right in with that. It's amazing. I won't give a nearly as in depth plot rundown of this one because I realized no, that. No, I, dude, no, it's no, fine. no, it's okay. Okay, give but us the premise. Tim Allen's in a house late at night, Christmas Eve, and he hears someone on his roof, and he opens the door and he startles the man climbing the roof. None other than Santa Claus. Santa Claus Slides takes off. takes a little fall off the roof. Little. <laughs> He's, he falls off the roof completely dies. unconscious. Dies. Completely unconscious. Dies. That man's dead as shit. He's dead as shit. <laughs> you got a dead Santa. You got a dead Santa on your hands. <laughs> he doesn't have to dispose of the body because he just fucking disappears. Yeah. Which is weird to me. It's because cool. it's for children. Yeah. So you can't show Santa with his head cracked open. Tim Allen's crying while burying Santa. Yeah, he's, he's like, fuck, here. man. <laughs> no, no Harold so, Kumar. So he takes the jacket and slips it on, and little does he know. 
you're Santa now. Yeah, that's right. You have to assume the role of Santa and carry out his duties. So he starts to put on weight extremely quickly. Literally, yeah, he puts it on, and funny. three days later, he's like, he's, he's got, got like a beard yeah. going on. And then chaos ensues. He's Santa. And he's a family, and he's dedicated to his career, but he has to make all this work. Um, so that's the Santa Claus, 1994 to now. Believing is seeing. It, it's it's a great movie. 97 minutes. That's Polar Express. Uh, no, it no, no. It's like, cost- remember what he tells his son? Because his son is like, I don't believe in Santa. Oh, yeah. By the way. Seeing is believing. That's the overall The part. Santa Claus, great movie. Uh, the Santa Claus's child in the film is 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 cute. Little boy. Watch the sequel. It's annoying as shit. He is. He's like a teen. Annoying as shit. teen. So like, he's trying eh. to be like annoying. emo. Watch this You don't one. know me, Dad. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Like, All right, number three. Hold on, hold on. What's... $22 million. I like having oh, okay. these little features. He, he likes the facts. I like the facts. $22 million, 97-minute runtime, made $190 million. Tim Allen at his ultimate success. That made $170 million? What well, no, I'm saying? Pro- gross. Profit. Oh, yeah. Net. Net. <laughs> it killed it. Fuck. You got to remember, failed, you gotta yeah. remember what you're he talking He doesn't about. run the books. This yeah. is 1994. <laughs> that's a big time. That's big time, man. All right. My number three is Elf with Will Ferrell, obviously. Great movie. movie. Very, very good. One of the most likable films. And, and, you know, to be honest with you, I I don't care for... I don't understand why. I don't like him. Oh, you don't like Will Ferrell, but you like like the movie, right? I like the movie. It's his... He made two movies I like, and this is one of them. What's the other? That's the one where he's the accountant, and, and, and he's in a book, and as they write the book... He dies in the end. And oh, Stranger than, oh Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction. Fiction. That's yeah. a just, great movie. I like that movie, and I like this movie. He plays such a different character in that movie. Yeah, it's unlike... Well, that's probably anyway, the way I like back it. Back to the Elf, because it's the Christmas special. Yes. The Elf is amazing. It's it's really one of the best movies. It is. It's a good movie. He plays like this nonsensical character. He has absolutely no common sense. He's walking around. He's like, oh, because he's from the North Pole. Yeah. So he doesn't understand like societal standards. And like common right. decency around here, so he's like walking around and picking gum off of handrails and being like, "Oh my God, there's free candy everywhere." We're talking to people. We're talking to people space. and invading space. He like yeah. stands right in front of people's faces it's and really stuff. Fun. So I really, really enjoyed that yeah. movie. William, uh, Will Ferrell, James Caan, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Steen. They Deschanel. mix a bunch of stuff in there wow. too. They have a love story in there. <laughs> they get you feeling the Let Christmas spirit. Go. They get you feeling the Christmas spirit. It's good. Bob Bob Newhart and Ed Asner come back. It's a modern Christmas classic, it is. which I really love. Yeah, it is. Two thousand three, and it's people I mean, still love it. So it's much. Sean Fryer. He he kills it. So those are my three Christmas classics. Thirty three million dollars, ninety seven minutes, two hundred and twenty million dollars. And they have offered him so many opportunities to, to do, do a, a sequel. sequel. And you he know said, what he no, says? I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin the classic. Just keep it as it is. Stand alone. That's true. I saw that. And yeah. He did a live interview and was talking about that. So you guys know, we here at Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep are massive fans of horror. And even during the Christmas time, the holiday cheer, that does not wane. So we picked out three movies, The Nightmares Before Christmas. These are what you want to watch when you want to get a little spooky. Even days before Christmas. Yep. (laughs) Grab the Yule log. You always got to curl up with your girlfriend. (laughs) Watch some scary movies. I I wonder where we were going with that, but we're going to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right. Krampus came out in 2015. Great movie. I, I thought it was fantastic. I haven't seen anything like it. I haven't seen like it since. Um, it, it's, it's one of the great movies. It's one of those 
where you suspend belief entirely. Yeah. And they take you to another universe. And not even everybody who's involved in it believes it until they're so far into it. Then mm-hmm. they start buying in, which I thought was great. Um, it's it's a horror movie based on a film uh, from a Bavarian folklore. Will you let me go? Yeah, no, you got it. Wow. <laughs> no, you got it. I mean, you, you guys, got are, it, man. guys are just killing me. Uh, 98 <laughs> minutes. Costs $15 million, $61 million it made. Um, no major stars. I mean, Tony Collette is probably There's a major the star in there. What's his face? Tony Collette? Who no, else? No, the other one. Adam Scott? Yeah, Adam Scott. There you go. Where's he from? No, there's also... Parks and um, Rec. Oh, uh, he just did that See, one. You guys love David Keckner. He guys, went right to. You guys like Parks and Rec. That one movie he just did with uh, Little Evil. He just did with Little Evil. Do you remember? Oh, now I know who you're talking about. Right, that's that guy. You're right. Do you guys remember David Keckner? He's from Anchorman. Whammy. Yeah, David Keckner. No, see, I wouldn't. I did not remember. Whammy. That. Yeah, but He's great. that was just a, a a classic movie at that that's time. Great. Um, Do you want to know a fun fact? A what? lot of people actually believe in Krampus. And in Austria, they have a festival every year before Christmas where they celebrate Krampus. And they remind children to be good. If not, Krampus will steal you. That's a great great movie. Everyone dresses up and they dress up like the demon Krampus or how they they believe that he should be depicted. It's pretty cool. But, I mean, if you like horror and you want to throw in some Christmas spin on it, I think it's a really great watch. Can't beat it. No, I think everybody needs to take a chance and watch it. I think they did a great job. All right. Moving on to number two, Black Christmas from 2006. Oh, my God. It's a weird-ass movie. Do you want to give a rundown on it? Uh, Black Christmas came out this in one 2006. This one freaks me out. It's freaky. Yeah, the film plays play seven, seven, seven days before Christmas, and it tells a story about a group of sorority sisters who are stalked and murdered by the house foreman a former inhabitant uh, during a Christmas storm. They get all trapped into it. Now, here's here's uh, a really messed up part, guys. Uh, this movie, the director who wrote it, and I was telling you I saved this for the cast, um, the guy who actually wrote the movie and was a huge person who was into serial killers and folklore. and when Real he, true crime nut. True crime nut. And guess who he based this movie on? I have no idea. Who? Uh, I'll give you guys one hint. And I'm showing them Ed both King. a picture. Oh, that's what's his face? No, no. Edmund Kemper. Edmund Kemper. The yeah. Sorority Fuck, killer. Oh, bro. Shit. Do you believe that? This guy took that thing, uh, his, his horror story, and flipped it and made it him in a house. That's who he envisioned <laughs> the kid as. Killing all sorority girls in the house. Well, that's fascinating. I would agree, dude. If that that's the case, dude, then Edmund Kemper is even more fucked because this movie had some crazy <laughs> scenes. He was making cookies out of the people's back skin, eating them. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really a messed Just up movie. Really, this was probably the most horry one on here, where you're gonna get a lot of gore. A lot of gore. A lot of gush. They make, like, cookies out of some person's back yeah. in this shit? Just said that. Just said that. Oh, did you? I was, <laughs> hey, look. He's all here I am. You guys are finally yeah, getting yeah, to see man. what it's really like in st- studio. When Mason was probably thinking go. about Mason. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading notes. Uh, notes. Way to be on it. I am. Okay, so no, I-, I thought that was a pretty good pretty. And good, the killers cool look thing. genuinely terrifying in this movie. It is fun. The guy did a great job. Well, guess that's he pulled it all from... The stories of Edmund Kemper. 
You guys got to watch because it looks freaky deaky. It it's, yeah. it's a messed up movie. Believe it or not, there are not that many Christmas horror They're movies not. out there. And we were, we were Cameron picked this last one, so I'm going to have him talk about it. A Christmas yes. Horror Story a from Christmas 2015. Story, yeah, it's an anthology film. It has William Shatner in it. He's pretty much the only big star. You also have George Buza and Rob Archer. This is pretty much interwoven stories that take place on Christmas Eve. As told by one festive radio host, i.e. William Shatner. Shatner, A family brings home more than a Christmas tree. Like, shit just goes crazy for a bunch of different people. Mm -hmm. And the stories all end up intersecting in some way or another. So, like, oh, the family that gets the Christmas tree will pass by the radio host. Or they'll pass by the teens who are heading to the... I believe the school where they get trapped inside. Right. And there's just a bunch of like really cool horror shorts in here. And you know me, I love a good horror short. And it's basically like, I think like six jumbled up stories. Yes. With a really satisfying twist at the end of the last and arc. And woven together. And the last arc, you're like, holy shit, this is insane. And then it becomes even more insane once they introduce the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. You guys, this is one that I would say watch. Maybe don't watch Black Christmas if you're really afraid of horror movies. No, it's for Black Christmas is for a true horror, horror fan. It's for yeah. a horror fan. For all you guys who are out there are, are you're into gore and true horror, and there are a few of them. We have friends that just like horror movies. You want something that also ties into Christmas? Watch Black Christmas. There's there your you pick. go. But um, a Christmas horror story has elements like Krampus is in it, right? Uh, different demonic presences, and I. Presence, demonic presence, Christmas. Okay. Oh, I'm feeling the cheer, boys. Okay. I got it. How about anyway. the chill? <laughs> the chill. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 99 minutes. That was fucking terrible, dude. I feel nauseous. Uh, okay. All right. We're just gonna keep it going then. And it, and it was. It didn't. It didn't really. <laughs> didn't really. I appreciate that. <laughs> didn't get released into. In, into the cinemas, what, what would you call that at the time? It was direct release to video. But do you know what I found it on? What, what? Netflix. Oh yeah, that's sure. That's right. I haven't seen it. It came before. out, I think, two weeks after its release on video. It came yeah. out on Netflix, and that's how I, I happened upon it. I think it was around Christmas time. And I think all these, all these, I've actually seen are on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Yeah, and and Hulu. Actually, I've seen I've seen one on Hulu too. So all these movies we're talking about, and I'm talking about all the all the ones. I, there were a total of what'd you say, twelve on the 15, list, fifteen, fifteen, including the horror films, including the horror films, fifteen holiday classics uh, that'll span an entire range from animated to just inspiring and cotton candy. And then what it'll do is also there's some horror classics, and what that does is it'll allow you to see them all. And you can tell the three streaming services we have. We have Amazon, we have Hulu, and we have Netflix. And uh, they're all on there. If you guys want to watch them and there's nothing else on TV, they're worth taking a, taking a, a few few minutes to check them Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And I think it's... Yeah, you go. No, I was just saying, there you have it. 15 Christmas movies that you cannot miss. No. Never say we didn't season. bring the cheer. And our own list. That's what I'm saying. You know, all these other film podcasts are like, oh, wa- watch watch Home Alone. Watch. We're, we're giving you all the hits. You know what? It's the Christmas special, well, goddammit. Right. We're done with them. And well, they're, they're really good. Insomniacs, you can connect with the show and its hosts on Twitter and Instagram at CSW Podcast. That is, again, CSWS Podcast. 
<laughs> you fucking! I swear to God. Love to hear himself talk. I'm gonna first. The first time you said CSW podcast, I'm gonna punch you right in the face. Dude. You don't even know the name of our own goddamn show. I said CSW. No, it's the second time. Can't you did. sleep. We have it. Won't sleep. I always. I said it right. To never miss an episode, <laughs> subscribe to the Bucket of Win YouTube channel and follow us on Podbean and posturing up. I love that we have video because you guys should actually see what goes. He's actually. Look at him. He's rubbing his nose and he's red and he's posturing up. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> finish reading the outro. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. No, don't finish reading the outro. You should know the, the outro. outro by now. Follow Ooh. us on Podbean at bucketofwin.podbean.com. Bucketofwin.podbean.com. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> That'll do it for us in some Thanks, guys. And remember, don't check under the bed. There you go. For further details, we return you now to your regularly scheduled program.